Welcome to the SEO Show of Entrepreneurship and Regional Development Podcasts. Each publication in our journal is a great opportunity to share significant and audacious contributions to a large audience. My guest today is Alexandra Gaidosh. She is from the Montpellier Business School. She recently published an article entitled Exploring the Impact of Regional Characteristic on Social Incubators Mission, Structure and Activity, a Contingency Perspective. She co-authored this paper with Colleen Grau and Florence Palpacuère. It has been published in Entrepreneurship and Regional Development, a journal edited by Taylor and Francis. Alexandra, welcome to our podcast. Hi Vincent, thank you so much for this opportunity. Uh, I'd like so firstly to thank you, uh, also in the name of my colleagues, so Karine Gourao and Florence Palpacuet from the University of Montpellier and Montpellier Business School. Uh, and also thank uh, Entrepreneurship and Regional Development for this opportunity. Uh, so to give you a little bit the background or the origins of, of the paper, so actually it had multiple origins, it's a bit at a crossroads of, of different aspects. Um, so firstly, uh, this research is a bit embedded in uh, what we call the recent trend and the recent interest for social innovation and social entrepreneurship. Uh, mainly due to their potential for societal transformation. Uh, and with this trend came also the search for new ways to support the emergence of these new organizations. Uh, so in this context, there were the social incubators that they were doing already a, a fantastic job. They were forerunners in uh, developing the field, developing its emergence. And at that point in time, there was little understanding, a little agreement about what social entrepreneurship was, what kind of forms or needs uh, it had. Uh, and social incubators were very active in supporting regional development for social entrepreneurship. However, we lacked um, research, we lacked understanding of who they were, what they were doing, how they really operated organizationally. So this would be a little bit from the part of the practice and theoretical uh, interest in this in this topic. And there was also a second interest to say so, a personal one, because I really uh, wanted to study a useful topic, something that made sense uh, in the current societal context, uh, where, of course, we are aware that the social and environmental needs uh, are on the increase. So what we identified as being... Um, a gap was that despite the fact that incubators are fascinating organizations, they developed a lot, they were mostly analyzed indirectly. So that means from the perspective of the support that they were offering, uh, so what kind of ventures they were supporting, uh, what kind of performance they were ensuring, but there were not that many studies looking at them as being independent organizations with a particular uh, strategy, mission and activities. Um, so in this in this research, we tried to take a different approach and we wanted to bring social incubators on the front stage. So to understand how do they emerge and precisely in relation to their regional context. So we were interested to find out how uh, their mission, how their dynamics, organizationally speaking, uh, how their incubation activities were influenced by the specific characteristics of their environment, of their region. So precisely we asked in this paper, what are the main categories of contingency factors that really shape the way social incubators adapt to the regional in, uh, environment? So we did this uh, through a comparative case study. 
uh, we selected four pioneer social incubators that was very important for us in our criteria and social incubators that were successful over time. So that really maintained their operations during several, several years. So uh, these incubators were located in Germany and the United Kingdom in France and lastly in Romania. So this is a little bit the, the context and the origin of this paper. What are the main contributions of this paper? Um, so already the theoretical perspective that we that we took to better understand how the mission the structure and the activity of social incubators varied. Um, but also to appreciate their contextual fit uh, was that of the contingency theory, which was not that much um, developed or used in the context of social incubators. So one of our first contributions uh, was to add this regional perspective to existing studies on social incubators. Uh, and try to overcome a bit this functional perspective that was focused on outputs, on performance, uh, and really, or, or really on the on the supported ventures, because very often we study incubators through the prism of the uh, social enterprises that they support, and therefore social incubators remain a little bit in the context uh, and not as an active uh, actor. Uh, a second contribution uh, was that to try to reveal. Uh, categories, big categories of regional contingency factors that really play a role uh, to influence the design of the incubators. So by that I mean their mission, their structure uh, and their activity uh, with of course the final aim to try to achieve this organizational fit with the region in which they are embedded. Uh, so do you want me to go a little bit more deeper maybe in, in the factors that we identified? Please go on. Okay, thank you. So these big categories of these four factors that we identified are the social needs of the regions and of the entrepreneurs that are supported, uh, the institutional framework, uh, the regional entrepreneurial ecosystem and its characteristics, and finally, the regional socioeconomic characteristics. So very briefly about these uh, four factors. Uh, already is in, it's interesting to note that the four incubators that we analyzed or that were pioneers, they really emerged in reaction to a failure or lack that they identified in their context. Uh, it could be uh, increasing unemployment, marginalization of particular categories of population, isolation of entrepreneurs, or even ineffective regional development policies. So they interpreted these opportunities, these lacks as opportunities and precisely opportunities to promote social entrepreneur entrepreneurship as an alternative to development. So next, depending on the regional entrepreneurial ecosystem and its characteristics, they adapted their activities, they adapted their incubation method. So where entrepreneurial uh, knowledge and initiatives were really widespread, um, used, let's say, uh, in that ecosystem, they tried to build short-term support, very specific on certain areas or certain needs or problems met by the entrepreneurs. For example, on networking, on access to community, or on access to financing. However, um, in the regions where the entrepreneurial resources lacked, um, where there were not as many uh, entrepreneurs or where this prism of action was not very uh, disseminated, they really developed on, um, they, they focused on developing a fully integrated process of incubation, generally uh, on the long term. So with 
basic entrepreneurship training and consulting very often on one-to-one -one, uh, stand. Um, also, since these social incubators were pioneers in the social entrepreneurship field, they also had a political role. So they tried to attract resources, institutional support to social entrepreneurship, and therefore, depending on, now let's say, the reception from the public regional development institutions, they, have di they had different institutional influences and different pressures or constraints on their models. And finally, when it comes to the regional socioeconomic profiles, well, they really had an impact on the kind of resources, uh, the level of resources that were available for social entrepreneurs and for the support, uh, but also on the kind of uh, projects that they could incubate um, and the existence really of social entrepreneurs in that regions. So this affected the incubator's ability to attract finance for their programs, of course, and push them in some cases to build specific forms of partnership configurations that really vary depending on the context. So this framework with these four broad uh, categories uh, of, social, of contingencies really gives us a general picture of the factors that really influence how social incubators work and adapt in their regions. What was for you the, the main theoretical, maybe methodological challenge or challenges in addressing such a question? So theoretical already, uh, we really struggled to find a framework, <laughs> a framework that allowed us to capture all these dynamics that we saw on the field. Um, so we had different explorations, uh, different, let's say, lives of this paper beforehand. We tried even institutional theory at one point, uh, different aspects, uh, but every time um, we were kind of brought either to focus on the similarities of these incubators in the four contexts, either on their differences. So we felt that uh, there was something missing in the picture. So that's where um, finally, and with some help of one of our kind reviewers, we really focused more on the contingency perspective. Uh, so that really helped us to encompass this diversity and really try to find different levels of explaining the diversity of the social incubators. Uh, but then we also had some issues methodologically. Uh, I think this is typical when you are doing multiple qualitative case studies, when you have all this diversity of cases and of data. Uh, so what we tried to do, what we struggled with was to try to fit this kind of richness of data uh, in, in our article. We attempted to overcome it by developing a lot of tables, uh, synthesizing data and different aspects, adding different, uh, different information. Uh, so broadly, I would say our challenge was to find this good framework, methodologically, theoretically, to be able to tell this whole story of the most interesting story about the four uh, social incubators that we studied. During your research journey, what was your biggest surprise or maybe the most counterintuitive result? Uh, so in terms of surprises, uh, one of them, I think, comes from uh, the theoretical prism that already existed on, on incubators, social incubators in, in particular, is that they were mostly seen as entrepreneurial tools, as support tools. Uh, so when I started doing my field work, that's when I really discovered that in reality, they are, have a very important, a very active role uh, at an institutional 
or political level, for instance. So they were really uh, interesting actors to pave the way to legitimize social entrepreneurship at that point in time in their context, really doing the groundwork uh, in making this new aspect of entrepreneurship being accepted and being, uh, let's say, disseminated um, in their regions. Um, another thing would be, uh, let's say another surprise would to see how the power of attraction of this concept uh, of incubation and how it had really disseminated in different contexts in, in countries with completely different profiles and even in sectors that, uh, let's say, intuitively you would say, why would you need uh, an incubator to in the sector of culture or arts or even an incubator to fight against gender discrimination, for instance, in a startup world. So it's really a multiple, it's a complex uh, tool concept that really has spread uh, throughout different aspects of the society and that I found really interesting. Uh, then I don't know if it's a really counterintuitive result, you can, you can tell me, <laughs> but um, um, we found that there's no, actual, there's no actual best model of social incubator. There's no model that you can replicate around different contexts, different countries and expect to have the same kind of results. So what we found is that the best models, or at least those who maintain and develop over time, um, are those who are sensitive to regional contingencies. Those who continuously um, try to fit the needs, try to fit the evolutions of the entrepreneurs and of the regions they serve. Of course, that doesn't mean that they are always reacting to the evolutions um, of their regions, but they're also proactive actors trying try to foresee uh, what direction is this field of social entrepreneurship uh, taking. Uh, and I think that this is an important aspect because at least so the incubators that we studies are let's say part of a first wave first wave uh, of support organizations for social entrepreneurship they really uh, appeared at, at the moment when there was this momentum for social entrepreneurship a lot of funding a lot of uh, support communication coming on, on the field um, however so they developed right but Currently, I think that we are a bit at the sort of a maturity of, of the field, a lot of diversity of incubation uh, methods, activities, profiles that, that arrive. Um, and since there's, let's say, public and political action constantly directed towards new challenges, new approaches, new problems worldwide, uh, we start to have an increasing competition for funding uh, among social incubators and incubators generally and a struggle to remain legitimate. So in this context, I think that this um, contingency perspective is really useful because it shows us how these factors are evolving over time and how they challenge these established social incubators and push them to adapt to transform. What are the main implications of your work for entrepreneurs, incubators, policymakers, managers, entrepreneurs in general, practitioners in general? Mm -hmm. So our research really tries to put to put social incubator center stage to really bring more visibility uh, on social incubators as organizations, organizations with a particular story that is different from that of uh, the ecosystem, from that of the ventures that they support. Um, and this story is really related to their emergence in the regional context that shapes their mission, 
the organizational models and the kind of initiatives that they support. So I think that this research uh, can be interesting for social incubators and support organizations generally, um, because it can provide them for, for instance, sources of inspiration, right, from other contexts, from other models that work um, in the form of best, best practices, for instance, of course, best practices to be adapted <laughs> to regional characteristics. Um, and I think it also brings forth um, the strategic importance of trying to ensure this dynamic fit in between the evolution of the contingency factors um, as a way of, let's say, matching with the entrepreneurial and the regional needs, but also try to maintain legitimacy in a particular context and maintain also financial support uh, in their specific context. Um, I think um, this work also has implications for public authorities and for larger social entrepreneurship uh, ecosystem actors because it pushes them to try and have a broader understanding of the needs, also of the constraints of social incubators in delivering the mission. Very often, um, these actors have immense uh, expectations from social incubators, but in the same time, they don't uh, necessarily give them uh, the space of action or the kind of, of resources that they need uh, to develop their activities. Um, and finally, I think uh, one of the takeaways is the need for a, a close collaboration in between these actors in order to try to nourish the ecosystem of uh, social entrepreneurship uh, regionally. Thanks. Thank you, Thanks a lot, Alexandra, for participating to our show and presenting your paper entitled Exploring the Impact of Regional Characteristics on Social Incubators, Mission, Structure and Activity, Contingency Perspective. All our podcasts are available on entrepreneurship and on the main podcast platforms.